Hello again, and I will repeat myself. My name is Jeffrey Davis, and I am host of Radio Entrepreneurs, and we continue to stream stories of leadership and entrepreneurship and heading towards our 8,000th interview. It's hard to believe. And since the beginning, been there with behind my back telling me get to work has been my trusty co-host for this segment, and that's Mark Z for Mark Z Legal Staffing. Welcome back, Mark. Thanks, Jeff. Great to be here. Very excited to be here, in fact. Well, you know our next guest, know him a little bit better than me. Uh, we'll see if he uh, can appreciate that at the end of the interview. Uh, Christopher Schepler, uh, Vice President and uh, an Investment Officer at Fiduciary Trust Company. Welcome, Christopher. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Mark. Or can I call you Chris? Chris is great. Thanks. I am I bet you your mother calls you Christopher when she's Uh-oh. mad at you. <laughs> Only at the wrong times. <laughs> right. <laughs> So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about uh, Fiduciary Trust Company, because it's something it's an organization I've heard a lot about over the years. Sure, thanks. Uh, Fiduciary Trust Company has been in Boston since the 1880s. And so we have a long history of, of serving clients, not only in this area, but around the country. And what we do well is not only serve as investment advisors, but serve as trustees. That's um, it's a it's a rare service that that you'll find. Um, and when you set up a trust, and we'll talk more about this, when you set up a trust for various reasons, typically to protect assets um, or to care for people who come after you, you need to name someone to take care of the, that that trust. And um, you can certainly name a friend or family member, but it's a big responsibility. And so as professional trustees, we're there to make sure the beneficiaries are taken care of. Uh, and then we invest the money for the long term. A lot of it, uh, we do a lot of planning for clients who are thinking about setting up trusts. And one of the things uh, I want to share with entrepreneurs and business owners today is some of the uses of trust in protecting your business. Well, uh, I can't underestimate or overestimate. I don't know which one I should say how important having the right trustee is. I've seen it through clients uh, and I see it even in my own family and how important it is. And it must be an area that you really have to focus a lot of strong due diligence in. I know Mark Z has been involved, you know, with hiring every day of his life, but for you, it's probably a whole other layer of background checking and making sure you have the right people. Well, and not only that, we we have in-house, we have a seven-person legal team that are all trust and estate experts. And as Mark would appreciate in, in the line of work that he's in, if you were to lift out this group of seven attorneys, they'd make one heck of a law firm on a standalone basis. The great thing is they're here as a resource to clients and to officers like me who work with clients, uh, but we do not serve as estate planning attorneys here. We still partner with outside attorneys, uh, such as one of your big sponsors, Tyler O'Breed, Hart and Rogers. That's great. No, um, Chris, I think it's really, really important, as, as Jeff said, um, to really have um, plans in place and what happens if certain issues happen because of the challenges of creating the right trusts and systems for high net worth in- individuals? And I know your your company gets involved in a lot of planning relating to this, correct? That's right. And I'd say there's there's three hot button issues that might make sense to uh, your entrepreneur listeners. Uh, number one is the benefits of uh, the tax benefits, in particular, of setting up a trust in New Hampshire especially if you're a Massachusetts individual, there's ways to do that, even if you don't live in New Hampshire. That's number one. 
Uh, number two, and this is the really big one, is uh, to protect assets from creditors. If you're in a, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, even if you're, you, look, your business may or may not be risky, but if it's particularly risky, setting up a domestic asset protection trust is something that, uh, and again, New Hampshire has very strong laws that help you do that. We can talk about that. And the third thing is, I'd like to, you know, call a two-minute warning for those of us who are football fans. There's now about two years until the, the federal estate tax uh, exemption is cut in half, basically uh, reducing the amount you can pass on tax-free. And so thinking about planning on how long it takes to sell or transition a business and some of planning there, now is the two-minute warning to start thinking about doing that. So those are three three hot buttons that we can go into. Well, I mean, I, I like all three, and I think it's worthwhile to dive into the three, especially, you know. Especially, I think people living in Massachusetts don't understand the whole idea of a New Hampshire trust and how it can work. Protecting creditors, I think we all can appreciate uh, in terms of being, you know, uh, I, I think of myself today as a football masochist. So, uh, you know, that's just uh, that's a more recent uh, moniker for myself. But uh, like many New Englanders, I think we become football manichists. So let's start with number one, if that's OK with Mark Z. Mark, we all, are you good with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So, so yeah, sure. In general, in general, uh, New Hampshire has um you know less taxes than Massachusetts, both in terms of income tax and estate tax. Even though Massachusetts just recently softened its estate tax, it's still the third worst in the country. So setting up a trust in New Hampshire could still make sense. We have clients who do not live in New Hampshire, but have placed assets into New Hampshire-based trust. And we who have an office in New Hampshire can serve as trustee. And the, the, the trust can therefore take advantage of those tax benefits. So that's something to consider. Uh, and, and in many cases, it is someone who is expecting a liquidity event in their business will place stock of the company into a trust. That way, when it has a liquidity event and there's a big capital gain, that's not subject to um, gains tax because New Hampshire doesn't doesn't charge that in trusts. So that's that's kind of one useful planning tool people can consider when thinking about the transition of a business. Excellent. Well, and, and I'll speak for my baby boomer clients. I think everybody's thinking transition and what's the best way to manage it. So it really is a hot topic right now, to the whole business transition issue. I know, uh, you know, this radio show is also uh, part of the uh, owner of the Family Business Association, which we started with Tarla Breed Hart and Rogers originally. And, uh, you know, transition is just, it's a big topic today. And that's our next seminar for the Family Business Association. When transitions, when do you start? Is it ever too late? <laughs> well, and, and to that point, you know, our, our point, we'll jump to point number three here, which is the timing of that transfer. Um, right now, the federal government will allow you to shelter 14, $14 million, roughly $14 million per person before paying an estate tax. However, in two years, the end of 2025, that will be cut in half to $7 million. And when you think about inflation and so forth, uh, or the type of business you're transferring, you may very quickly find yourself in a, in a tax-paying situation uh, if you pass on. And so there are the, the thought about planning now of how to shelter some assets from 
federal estate tax and certainly Massachusetts estate tax. If you're if you're in that situation, it may be appropriate to consider planning now and setting up the right trusts now to enable that sheltering of assets from from tax. That's why I say it's the two minute warning. It's two two the two year warning, but we all know how long it takes to make that transition. So there's no no time like the present to start thinking about it. And you have clients that um, and families of you know generations who have been represented by your company. So obviously you can be on top of when the right time comes. Correct, Chris? Yeah, that's right. We were we started with the Gardner family um, generations ago, and uh, in similar fashion, we have several families that have been uh, clients with us to fourth and fifth generation, where we are taking care of the beneficiaries according to the wishes of the original families that, that generated the wealth. And thinking about business transition is a big part of that. So we we counsel clients on business transition, and part of that is planning for for tax mitigation. Excellent. Uh, Chris, we don't have a lot of time when we do interviews on Radio Entrepreneurs. So can you give us a sense of what's been your career path and who you are, too? <laughs> I meandered quite a bit. Uh, I got out of school and came directly to Boston and worked in private wealth, so uh, servicing high net worth families. I did some venture capital work as part of that, sourcing deals for uh, for these wealthy individuals. Eventually went to be the CFO and founder of uh, a tech startup. This is in the early 2000s and um, raised several rounds of capital. That was my job as the CFO. So that took me around the world trying to learn the technology and, and be able to tell the story to raise the money. Um, I came back to private wealth when my, my time there was done. Um, I, I I spent 13 years on the institutional side of investment management. So this is pensions, endowments, foundations, big asset managers, so not as much private wealth. But I've been able to see some of the best practices from the institutional side of investing and bring it to uh, my clients today who are again uh, t- typically tax paying clients uh, i still i still do serve endowments and foundations so today is giving tuesday as we're recording this uh, so nonprofit is on the mind of a lot of people i do manage endowments and foundations for nonprofits as well and that i picked up on the institutional side Chris, so hopefully we're going to have you back on the show again, again, having an emphasis on professional service, family business, private business, wealth management. Uh, you know, you're just very re- relevant. So we'd love to have you back again. If someone's looking for you and fiduciary trust want to learn more about you and the firm, how do we find you? Our website is fiduciary-trust.com. And uh, everything you need is is right there. Great. And Mark Z, my favorite co-host, how do people find you? Well, first of all, go on our wonderful Radio Entrepreneurs Radio Entrepreneurs website, radioentrepreneurs.com. Um, Google Mark Z, M-A-R-C, and the letter Z. Um, MarkZlegal.com, M-A-R-C-Z-L-E-G-A-L.com, and 617-338-1300. And if anybody was interested in me, you can find me at Mage LLC, Management Consulting Firm, that's MageUSA.com. Uh, Jeffrey Davis, you can also find me through the radio show. Uh, Chris, great having you on the show. Thank you better you, come back soon. Mark Z, always great. Saw you always. twice today. That's not enough. I want more. Lucky and, me. Lucky me, buddy. And this is Radio <laughs> Entrepreneurs.